is Jay. And Kaylee. And you're listening to the Family Thoughtcast. Where we talk about faith, family, and fun facts. Fun fact, it's pronounced Reese's Pieces, not Reese's Pieces or Reese's Pieces. <laughs> I say Reese's. It's spelled I like know. Reese apostrophe S, like the pieces belong to Reese. Who's They're Reese? Reese's Pieces, the guy the company's named after. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. Okay. I believe you because you know those things. <laughs> what, what did you do today, Kaylee? We went to a um, water park. But not just any water park. We went to Jellystone Water Park. And I never, everyone kept talking about it. And we took the kids from Good Shepherd and it was awesome. <laughs> they had three pools, a big giant splash pad, a little kids splash pad, and it's in the middle of a campground, and it's just, it was so much fun. I'm a little red, and my legs hurt from being red, but. Yeah, it was, I don't like, I'm always anxious anytime we do, we go to like a new place, and everybody's talking about how great it is, and like, oh, this is probably going to be one of those, one of those church activities where everybody's talking about how good it is, and <laughs> it was a really good time. We're even talking about doing like a weekend trip, because it's in the RV park, and you can rent cabins, and mm-hmm. there's so much stuff to do. Check out their website. And that's not an app, although maybe we should get people talking about that. <laughs> Anywho, we are talking about the home today. Kaylee and I were driving back from a friend's house on Wednesday, and I was like, hey, let's talk about, which is ironic, we were leaving a friend's home. And I said, hey, what do you want to talk about on Wednesday? And almost instantaneously, you said, I want to talk about the home and the podcast, listen to about it. So I said, well, here's what we're going to do. You're going to kind of lead this podcast. I'll, I'll jump in, but since you know more about it than me, I will let you do the, not the majority of the talking, but I'll kind of let you lead it. So Okay. Well, I just wanted to talk about creating a home, and that's something that's always been on our hearts. Since we got married, we were pretty intentional on having the desire to have a home where we could host people and not do it just to kind of when you say that word it sounds like you're wanting to show off things and it's no I want to take care of people whether that be hey my friend needs somewhere to stay we have space or I need someone to talk to we have a couch or I just your home feels like home I want to come over for a little while to I, other people yes and um when buying or decorating a home, what do you look for? What do you think? And I, that was really stirred when a while back I listened to the Real Life podcast with Jeff and Alyssa Bethke. And we love them. We listen to a lot of their things. And they did an interview with author Sally Clarkson, who is just the sweetest lady. And um, the interview is about how to create a place of shalom. Is that how you say it? And peace in your home. Whether you're married or single, it's how you do that. And it was so good that it led me to just research more because it just hit a place within my heart that was already starting to grow and I didn't know what to do with it. And um, it led me to discover her and her husband and how they were missionaries out of the country and they came back and later in their life they had kids And now their kids are adults, and I I think they have three or four kids, and they're all seeking after the Lord's heart. And I was just like, that's so not something that typically happens. I mean, you you pray that your kids will seek after the Lord's heart and try to have do His will, but that doesn't always happen right away. And I was just like, how? What's their secret? And they have 
a couple books out, The Life-Giving Home, which is one I want to talk about today because it's what I'm currently reading, but they also have The Life-Giving Parent, The Life-Giving Table, and just being intentional in all these areas of your life. And The Life-Giving Home is by Sally and her daughter, Sarah, and it's about being intentional within our homes. And um, how I'm just going to say a couple things from the book I want to intentionally make our home a place where those I love always feel like they belong. A place of freedom and grace that launches them into the persons they were made to be. A place of becoming. And I didn't write this down, but throughout the book, she kind of talks about creating space for creativity to blossom. And that's basically, could be through art. You could have art on the walls. Could be through books. And we have books all over our house. We have piles of them everywhere. Just because that's who we are. And, um... Just creating spaces, how you place your chairs is important. If you place them in, a, in an arrangement that could spot growth conversation, and if you place them in a spot, <laughs> Niles is saying hi. <laughs> and that's, if you come to our home, that's a big yeah. part of it. Niles will greet you right away, and he will be sad as soon as you leave. And to set up your home with intention doesn't take or require... A lot of money. I mean, you can go look at Goodwill. You can go look at, I mean, there are so many places. Give me some examples of, I, I know one is, the one that, the, pretty much the one I think of is the living room. That's a good place it's to set, start. It's set up to where you expect to look at the TV. Yeah. Not each other. You look at the average American home, and it's laid out to where the TV is the focal point of the room. And we'd like to change that. We um and we got this idea from the Bethkeys and that's I'll keep going back to them as well, but their TV is hidden, and what I mean by that is it it goes down I think it goes down yeah it goes down into their entertainment sam or that, and um that takes it away it takes it out of sight out of mind and that goes to your atomic habits habits, and you did that with snacks they're out of sight I'm not. Just, oh, I, if I actually want it, I have to go and work for it. Like, I just don't grab it. And that's how it would be with the TV. And that's something we'd like to do eventually. But um, that's something that takes some more money. So we're talking on it doesn't have to take as much money. Whether it be comfortable pillows on your couch that make people comfortable. Or comf- cozy blankets sitting in a basket by the couch that people are welcome to grab. Like, if we were at somebody's house... If they have a blanket, I'm going to put it on my lap. Yeah, but you might feel uncomfortable asking for a blanket. Yes, but if it's there. we were at (laughs) Joey's house. Yes. I noticed I looked over and you had a blanket on you. It was right beside me, and I was like, okay. (laughs) And in our house, I think everywhere you sit... There's a blanket. Not the sunroom. Right. But you could, on both couches in our living room, you could grab a blanket. Yes, it's right behind you. That's a big thing for you. Yes, it, it... I don't know. Blankets just bring me comfort. Well, it's like you're cold, and so you yeah. don't even think about it. It's just like, like it's, it's, and to use the example, it's like grandma's house. Grandma's going to make sure you're completely taken care of. Yes. She's she has it. your favorite She's snacks on the counter. <laughs> yes. But like a blanket there is just like, for you, it, it makes Your mom has one for me. And she'll grab it for you. Yes. Yeah. If she's cold, she knows I am. So blankets, TV. Conversation starters. I mean, it could be a book sitting on the counter. It could be a picture on the wall. Paintings. Just being intentional about the things that you put in your home. 
because all people need a place and this is this is kind of talking about your kids but they need a place where their roots can grow deep and they always feel like they belong and they have a loving place to go a refuge and all people need a place that gives wings to their dreams and that's where that creativity comes into play where you're just creating a space where they can dream and we talk about this a lot we want our kids to just be able to say hey I'd like to be name the craziest thing they could do I mean you talk about if a kid says they want to be a famous youtuber okay let's see how we can make that happen let's let's let's... a lot of times parents will say like oh I spent all this money and you did this and it didn't last very long and and I think you should be reasonable with that if your kid wants to try out baseball don't go to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy the most expensive stuff but I mean like for example I didn't buy a camera until I was 20 years old and now it makes a pretty large chunk of our income Yep. but this is making me think my whole life, there were guitars in the house growing up. And that's what I do for a living now. Nurturing that. And we just talked about that the other day. Yeah. How, um, There's a book called Peak. Yes. And it's about... We used to think that having perfect pitch was something kids grew up with. But they did a study and they found out that when you just like continually sh- kind of gave ki- kids an example... I don't want to say this. You gave kids the opportunity to learn music and different chords at, from a young age. Like, every single one of these kids they did this study on developed perfect pitch. And they were, like you said, they were strategic about it. Yeah. Nurturing possibilities of who they might become. Whether that be the kids in your home, people that are just stopping by, people that are staying for a while. You're just pouring into them and helping them be who God wants them to be. And um, Proverbs 14.1 says, The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. And just being intentional and asking God for wisdom and seeking those resources. And that's just, I'm barely into the book. I'm so excited to what else I am going to learn. And um, striving to create a home that serves all who enter, that reflects our taste and the values that we treasure and who we believe that we are. Um, a home that meets the needs of families and visitors alike. And that makes me think of Bob Evans and their sign on their wall that says, we treat friends like family and family like... We treat strangers oh, yes. like friends and friends, friends like, like family. family. Yes, I had it backwards. Um fosters beauty and creativity a home where the atmosphere traditions and celebrations give life to the hearts minds and souls of those inside its walls and a home that provides a life-giving legacy that will last for generations and that takes me back to sally and um i cannot think of her husband's name i'm gonna have to look but their children and how they have continued with their parents values not just taking them and not understanding them but seeing where their parents come from and not dropping them when they leave the door. And she has a blog, she has a podcast, um, and something called The Girls Club. When you listen to her podcast, it sounds like you're just sitting in her living room with her. Oh my goodness, why can't I think of her name? Clay. I knew it started with a C. Clay Clarkson. And um, they are just wonderful. So, if we were to redo things in our home, Mm -hmm. other than the TV, that's one big thing I'd like to eventually 
just and it, it, it's and me talking it, I, I mostly talked about the living room but you can do this with your kitchen how I can use my own kitchen and the rest of my house to meet the needs physical needs and emotional needs as of my family and those who might not have as much um, and one other big thing that I forgot she talks about are events events that you can dream up that help us celebrate life and make memories through meals and learning how to cook for groups and just the Bethkeys do this really well. They celebrate a lot of the Bible holidays and traditions of the Old Testament. And just that's creating such memories and strong bonds with their family and their friends within their community. And um, just being free to dream and almost be like a event planner for your own family where you're just being intentional and I've said that word a lot but it's important because if you have this goal where maybe you want your kids to be who you want your kids to be if you want them to be kind if or if you want them to be loving or patient or all these different wonderful qualities they have to be taught and practiced and just creating exciting things that help make those lifelong values stick or such important values stay with them and they can take them and treasure them as much as you do I think you would want to make it a place where your kids want to be too. And their friends. Right. I don't want them to just... I think there's nothing to do here. I hate being home. I'd rather be at my friend's house. I want them to be like, no, hey, why don't you come over here? We could play board games. We could... Why don't you come to this celebration that we've done for the last 10 years type thing? And I I don't know what those may be. We need to brainstorm some. Yeah. Okay, you like hot dogs or family does wiener Wednesday. Oh no. It's gross. Like every Wednesday we have hot dogs. Mm. We have kids. You can have you can have Kayla doesn't eat pork or beef. You can have those like chicken sausages in my family. Ew. That's what we're just gonna have to dream some more on that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not for that dream and I think we have to go in on a team. We have to be a team on this. I think uh, I remember I was saying that with a friend a couple months ago and he said and he's he's older than me and he said I've never had a friend invite me over before. And I was like wow. Yeah. And my favorite thing to do is I love doing this. I love having people over and then showing them the experience of pour over coffee. I knew that that's where you were going. It is. It doesn't seem like their response. And yep. I'm like, I'm anticipating it. I'm like, are you going to drink it? And they're like, Jay, it's piping hot. You just made this with boiling hot water. But like you said, that's a conversation starter. And I mean, if you're like me, I'm not a very talkative person. Yeah. With most people. If, oh, let me rephrase that. If I'm not comfortable around you or if we're, like, just meeting, I'm not going to be super comfortable just talking around you. So, and, I, and I, I've never thought of a lot of the stuff you said, but clearly we need to talk about this more. So, here, let's I do think some, about it a lot. Let's do something fun. Okay. Okay. Let's go through and redesign all the rooms in the house. Okay. Where are we starting? Um, Kitchen, since we're here. 
blow my brains in the living room. Okay. I mean, we talked about like you don't need an expensive thing to cover the TV. Like they have like an electrical lift. You press barn the doors. Right. You can have barn doors or like something. I've, I've got a TV in a bedroom that's behind doors. You just like pull them and they swing open. And yeah. So we would do that. Was there anything different else? You our living room's kind of small. Yeah. Knock down a few walls. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like more pillows. I, I think. Yeah, our couch pillows suck. Yeah, our couch, couch, but it's hard to choose. I'm horrible. It, I need to have, go. They don't have couch pillow stores. No, but they do have some good ones. Um, I saw them at TJ Maxx. I just really? wasn't looking for that, so I just kept going. But one other thing I'd like to do is have some really fluffy blankets. I just, that's something that says home to me. I don't know. Your mom would agree with that. She likes blankets. Yeah. And, um, I'm working on our bookshelf in there right now. I'm really intentional about how I set up a bookshelf so that people, if they, and I don't know why it's not like I'm, maybe I'm a librarian on the inside, but I want people to be able to say, Ooh, that book looks really interesting. I, I I would like to borrow it because I want people to borrow it. I Books that are important to me, I put up towards the top. Or um, the bottom shelf, I did put some books that are important to me, but they're for kids. And I want them to see those. And uh, just I, I that's what I'm working on now. It was in our sunroom, and that was kind of hidden. And so we moved that to the living room. And the, that's a conversation starter, a creativity builder type thing. You know the easels that you can put books on? I love those. Jeremy Pryor, the co-host Five Minute Pilot with Jeff Efke, said he bought 30. And they're spread out all over That sounds house. like something Sally would do. Um, just okay, so that's the kind of thing. We need to move the blanket basket back in there. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Um, it's in our bedroom. Okay. But now... We're not touching the bedroom. <laughs> um, okay, this may sound silly, but like, what about the bathroom? The bathroom? Um, fluffy towels on the handle, because some people don't like to reuse my Norwex towel. Don't know why. I think they don't know what it is. It looks weird. It does, but it's nice. But um, I think fluffy towels, <laughs> this is funny, but I, almost like a hotel where on the back of a toilet you could put like sample lotions and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> where they could take them if they wanted. Wow. Uh, does that... Does that... <laughs> That's way beyond what I was going to say. What were you thinking? I was just like, just make sure that there's a plunger in there. There is. There's no worse, like, <laughs> pressure. Than, like... Okay. Well, That's why it says a wise woman. We're, we're adults. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You have that moment of panic when the water isn't going down <laughs> after you just used the restroom at a friend's house and there's a plunger nowhere inside. I have a funny story I can't share on this podcast. Don't. It's, it's gross. It's probably not funny. And what about the guest room? The guest room can be a good one, but... Empty out the boxes. Our guest room is a mess. <laughs> well, I had it done really well for fostering, and then we thought we were moving, but I'm not getting into that. That was the last podcast. Yeah, go back and listen. But now it's <laughs> almost to the ceiling with boxes, <laughs> and we're not sure what we're doing, but... I need to just move those boxes to the garage and start working on that room again because there's a twin bed in the middle and then boxes. All, you can't even walk. So that that's my goal this week. And um, that one's, I think, pretty simple. Having a bed that looks nice and welcoming, side tables with um, 
like I talked about in the bathroom, having like they do at hotels with stuff that they might need, like little shampoos or, but that in the bedroom would be other things they might need. Maybe something to read before they go to bed, a nice lamp, um, some chocolate, <laughs> a drink, just things like that to where um, anything that you think you might need if you're staying somewhere. And then I'd even put up my little letter board sign where um, I've put it on it before but your brokenness is welcome here that to me is just so I don't even Jordan Lee did that and I I love it and that's something you could put on there and you could change it all the time to different welcome sayings so what about the kitchen the kitchen I feel like the table needs to come out more because right now we've got a circular table in the corner and honestly I just thought of this honestly we need a bigger kitchen Knock down the wall. We, we don't have. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. It could. It does sometimes. It's just I when we're using it. Besides us. I know, but when you and I eat together, we're like sitting beside each other and not really looking at each other. That's nice though. And honestly, I was just thinking like it'd be nice when we record podcasts here to be able to sit across the table from each other. Okay. But. Um, I, I like fake flowers and I put colorful seasonal napkins and little candies and we have a candle. I think candles are something that are good too, to put around the house. Lit or not? I think they could be lit when people warmed. first come over. Warmed. Warmed. Um, I don't do warmed because you spill them, but I have one warmed and it's where you don't go. <laughs> I honestly don't even know where it is. I don't know. Okay. I, I, yeah, because you'd accidentally <laughs> knock it over. I honestly don't know where it is. You don't? Is it in the kids' room? No. The bathroom? No. Is it in the laundry room? Oh. It's by the washer. That's it's why. Sophia's stuff? Yeah. So, just, I mean, even I've taken a lot away from this because we haven't really talked about it before, but the thing I Well, I'm still. <sighs> I'm still chewing on it because, like, I feel like our ideas are just the surface level. Like, we need to dig in more. And that's why I really want – I wanted to talk about it before I finished the book just to see what other people had to say and maybe get their – them chewing on it as well, and then maybe they can start reading the book, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. 100%. And then I, I do want to read the life-giving reading. table and then the parenting one as well. I just – She's such a, I don't know. <laughs> she just, you can just tell she has a really good heart for the Lord. I think what you kept coming back to, and it, it affects every aspect of our lives, is just being intentional. Yes. Don't just, and another thing is, it's so, having a, what you say, a life-giving home, is so countercultural. And that's, we, we yes. We live in an individualistic culture. And it, it's a welcoming respite and an isolated culture is how she describes it. Mm. And that's what it all stemmed from. She, When she came back from America, things were different than when she left, when she was a missionary. And when she left, technology wasn't what it is now. And so when she came back, she came back to a very disconnected culture where technology had just exploded. Mm. And she was longing and we all do we long for this life-giving home that i think used to be 
everywhere, and now we need to create it ourselves. Be intentional about the way you set up your home. And I, I guess the takeaway is, you know, just look around your house and think, why are things here the way they are? And then let Kaylee and I know what you took out of this podcast, what what it made you think about with your home, how you're going to change some things in your home. Hopefully it was an encouragement to you. I know it's made a really big impact. I remember when you first listened to the podcast, you told me about it. So. Well, I was reading, and I, I've, <laughs> I'm underlining everything. So I, if you want to read it, I will. Well, I'm not underlining it because it's in a ebook, ebook. but I'm writing it all down in my notes, and um, I just it's really good. And they actually went away to um, this. It, it sounds magical. They they went away and created a room that sparked creativity. They had candles and just. They went away to this magical place to write it, so that because they were doing what they were talking about. Yeah. Different places, I mean, inspi- the library yes. inspires you to study the And that's what I was just thinking in the classroom the other day with little kiddos. Their reading area was also their play area, and that's hard for me. And when you expect little three-year-olds to sit there and listen to this story with the toys that they usually play with there, I, I don't know how. Me, I would, but I, I was just subbing, so I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to make changes. But I, I, it, I read a thing yes. yesterday that said the majority of pastors don't write their sermons in their office. Right. I could see that. And I, and I think I think everybody can resonate with life. Even where you spend your quiet time with the Lord, I mean, like when you have a, a place that's set aside, or a sunroom, yeah, and that's or, why you moved our chair back there. It's just the chair, yeah. Because like, I play video games back there too, but that chair, it's my thinking chair. I sit back there in the morning and drink coffee and read the Word. And it was also your grandpa's chair. Yeah, it was my grandpa's chair too. So maybe some of his like sanctification is rubbing off. And your grandma's it. prayers are probably sprinkled all over it. So. <laughs> do you have any departing words for the podcast listeners I don't think so just I'd like to hear how you're going to be intentional and if you're not that's okay too um, you could maybe say hey don't tell me that's a dumb idea because that, that would hurt my feelings <laughs> <laughs> just don't say anything <laughs> if you can't say you anything know, nice don't say anything at all be kind that's my motto be kind. Oh my goodness. I love you. I love you too.